The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Bronsilva, and today my guest is Lauren Vena. Lauren is a makeup artist, an author, and a mom. She wears many hats, and we all know how much I love a woman who does it all. We're going to be talking about the best makeup tips for moms, Lauren's amazing new book that's coming out, and so much more, so you don't want to miss it. I love a multitasking, multifaceted mama. And like just preparing for this interview, I see you do it all. You're a makeup artist, you're an author, you're a speaker. So tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started and where you're at now. Yeah. So first, thanks for having me. Um, I've been a makeup artist for, uh, I always say, oh, well, it's over 20 years, which is crazy because I'm 21. So, you know, right. <laughs> Me too. Um, yes, yes. But um, yeah, so it's been like 22 years. And um, I, I always say I thank God I love doing what I do. Because as we know, makeup artists work every weekends. Um, weddings and special occasions happen on weekends. So you have to love what you do because kids, parties and all that mama time is a lot of times on the weekends. So um, I yeah, I've been doing makeup um, it started with behind the counter working for Mac and Chanel and that kind of stuff. And then it kind of grew and grew, built a clientele, opened up my own LLC. And then now I'm booking two years out. And then, um, for three years, I've been working with Bella magazine. So started working with celebrities and that was obviously an amazing, you know, opportunity, um, doing editorial work, um, and then I'm trying to kind of keep, you know, I don't want to be like rambling with the makeup. I'm trying to keep going with the, what, okay. So then, so that's kind of like the makeup career on that path. And then a couple of years ago, this is pre-pandemic, um, the crazy hustle of a mom, right? Like we all kind of think, are we doing the right thing? Like we scream at our kids half the time, you know, like, oh, I'm the worst mom ever, you know, like I, I, put frozen waffles in and I cook dinner and, you know, we doing the right job. But at the end of the day, our kids love us more than anything in the world. So I had a really bad morning. It was like oversleeping, burning the waffles. I didn't, you know, it was like wear red to school. I didn't switch the wash in the dryer. So I'm like, I well, hate those days. I hate yeah. those days. <laughs> it's my bad. I mean, they, my kids are now going into middle school. So there's no like spirit week now, but like, I'm very thankful that there's no spirit <laughs> like that. Cause that was always my, especially pajama day. Cause my kids don't have wear matching pajamas. Like it's just not. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lauren, we have so much in common. <laughs> Keep going. All right. <laughs> so it was a bad day and I was, you know, Go, dropping them off at the bus stop and our dogs have to go to the bus stop. The dog's leashes are wrapped around me. I'm in my husband's pants and like a baggy shirt, no bra, holes in it, probably flashing the bus because I'm just like, all right, screaming, coffee spilled on me, mascara dripping down my face. I look like a monster. And my son ran back to me and was like, mommy, I love you. I love you so much. And after like the morning where the neighbors were brushing their teeth because I was yelling so hard, I was like, if you could still come back and hug me, I'm doing something right. So I started just like jotting things down and made a story just for them, just to be like, guys, listen to mommy's funny story. And my daughter said, you have to make a book. Like, that's hilarious. And my son, who's more of like the sensitive one, was like, but you are the best mom ever. So that's how this book happened. Didn't think it would be this big thing. 
and it ends up being like amazing. But then I had to give a little shout out to the dads and that's how this series started. So the dad book, my dad, the best dad ever launched this year. And then eventually I think my next one is going to be, cause people know me, we do rescue. I have now four rescue dogs will be the dog book, but I, I need a little time on that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I am so impressed. I think we've all as moms had a morning like that. I mean, where we're just like, things are just, and it just feels like it's spiraling out of control. But so what, so I understand like this was the inspiration for the book, but like, let's get real. Like, what are your tips for moms on those mornings? Because I mean, I know you've been there, I've been there. So I would just love to hear like, what do you wish someone told you, or maybe it's in this book. So yeah. What do you, what do you do on Windows? Literally humor. Like I, I'm not even going to say people are like, you know, how'd you get through it? I mean, close the door and screaming, like close the bathroom door. <laughs> like I, I'm not even going to try. I mean, I love that people are like, take a deep breath. And like, you know, I mean, I, I think that's what the book is. It's a lot of humor in it because I think humor with my kids gets me through it and humor with myself gets me through a rough day. Um, laughing is the best medicine. My mom has always said that too. I mean, I think when you have a true belly laugh, doesn't that make you feel so much better? So there's yeah. certain times, I mean, if we looked at that day going to the bus stop with the dog's leashes and there's holes in my shirt. I mean, when I came inside, I was like, oh my God, what a morning. And then when I saw myself in the mirror, I was crying laughing. Cause I was like, I mean, you can't, you can't make this up. So we sometimes have to laugh at the crazy, you know, it's not yeah. so much like bigger and bad things out there that we have to laugh at the crazy. All right. I, I love that. I try to incorporate that. I can definitely do that a little bit more, but Lauren, I want to talk about makeup for a little bit because you are the expert. This is something like I'm 37 years old. I'm still feel like such an amateur. What are your, like, if you had, like, if you had to nail it to down to like three tips, especially for busy moms, what, like either they're like do's or don'ts, however you want to put it, what are your must no tips about makeup. So that was my biggest thing. That's why I kind of did that little ramble because I always talk about that, especially with busy moms. Like we don't have time. So I always say like, let's start at nighttime. We're tired. We're putting the laundry in. We barely get to sit down. But one thing we have to remember to do is take off the makeup. If we are wearing makeup, we got to wash the face. And I don't mean like an 18 step skincare routine. So many steps these days. I can't <laughs> even step. We just need, you know, I was just talking to a client because she's like, I got the wipes and I can't get the waterproof mascara and I need waterproof mascara because my, um, my eyes run. So I need like a waterproof mascara, that kind of thing. So I'm also big on the money spending, right? Like we don't need expensive, like I'm a huge thing on, um, you know, L'Oreal's comparison to like Armani. So if you want to talk about that too. So like, a lot of people love Bifacil eye makeup remover. So if you want yeah. to talk a little brand, I don't want to, I love Bifacil, but Neutrogena eye makeup remover, same kind of thing. So wipes, I don't recommend for an everyday is a lot of alcohol in it. But if you get, if you want to use Neutrogena, um, you know, a L'Oreal one, or even like, uh, you know, a cleanser you like Clinique or something, just something that's going to remove your makeup. And if you do wear waterproof mascara or eyeliner, my favorite, favorite eye makeup remover is that Neutrogena. I think it's $3.99. And if you're a Harman's or Target, they have their brand. It's under $5. You shake it, put on a cotton ball. It takes everything off on the eyes. So removing your makeup is the most important thing. That's step one. And then 
simple moisturizer that's good for your skin. So if you're an oily type, something with oil control. And if you're like me, that's like dry, something that's really hydrating. So moisturizer. So we just need to make sure we cleanse and a moisturizer. I do like an eye cream, but again, that's a three stepper for skincare. So an eye cream, moisturizer, and at nighttime you're cleansing, right? And then let's say we're starting with makeup. I like a little bit concealer for under the eyes, anything that you want to correct. Some people don't like wearing foundation. I'm a tinted moisturizer person, but if I'm running to the grocery store, I do a little concealer. I'll throw a little bronzer on my cheeks. I have to do mascara and I'm out the door. I'm not a chapstick girl. I usually don't have, like you see, I have a full face on today. I really have nothing on my lips. Okay. So some people are a chapstick or a gloss. That's fine. I feel like that's like an extra if you want to put a lip on, but a little concealer. We're moms, we're tired. So just make sure it's a hydrating. My favorite, favorite conceal in the world. I've tried everything. Maybelline Instant Age Rewind. It is maybe $11. I might be wrong on the price, but wine, like, you know, you wound it up. Yep. A little under the eye. I actually sell my own brand, not to like shout me out here, but- Oh, let's private. shout you out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a $5 beauty blender. You wet it. Uh-huh. Um, there's beauty blenders at every single price, but they're the best. It's like a fluffy pillow. Love that. And um, I, I love them. And then you just pat it in, you know? But uh, yeah, and then if you want a little blush, if you're a pinky kind of person, I have rosacea, I'm naturally red. So I'm not a crazy blush person because I naturally blush. Yeah. And that's it, like mascara. So you know, simple, it's so simple. And yeah. actually, Lauren, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I can't stop staring at your gorgeous curly hair. Ah, <laughs> let's, let's talk curls. <laughs> I know because some people are so, I mean, you know, it's hard. It's like, I mean, is, is I have naturally curly hair. I had a roommate who was um, a curly hair model for Diva Curl. And like, she was always getting on me about like, just, you know, it, it I don't know. Tell us about your curls because I know it, it can be, it's, it's almost triggering for some people. Like they need to get the blowout. Like it, it's, they don't want to wear their natural hair. So please tell us about your curly journey. <laughs> okay. So it's a journey. It's so funny yeah. you said that. So I'm going to be 40 and I was traumatized as a little girl because like, you know, now we have social media, people know about curly hair, we embrace our curly hair. Go back 30 years ago, man, nobody, but I had bangs, okay? They gave me bangs oh at God. 11. I want to bring out like the yearbook. It was, it was traumatizing. Nobody knew curly hair. It was awful. So I found, so it's funny you said Diva Curl. Diva Curl doesn't, I have very, very kinky curly hair. So um, my mom has beautiful spirals. And my dad is just like full blown fro. Like it just, he goes, he jumps in the pool, comes out dry. So I have a mixture of both their curls. Okay. And I, I always say like, I love a blow up, but I can't blow out my own hair. So my girl, when she blows out my hair, it's amazing. It lasts like a week. I wow. love it. But my curls, it's Wee Dad. So I go to Wee Dad in the city for my cut. Um, and the products I use is all Wee Dad. It's the climate control gel and their leave-in conditioner. And my, the whole process, but it, I always tell people, it's not just the product, it's the process. So it's sectioning. So like, I'll section my hair. Yeah. And like rake it, run it. And then you kind of release it. So the natural curl. Okay. So I do that throughout my whole hair. And then I put clips in to give it a little that, you know, height. Yeah. And I diffuse it. And then I put like an oil in it. So it's a, it takes me longer to do my hair than my makeup, I always say. But then this will last like three to four days. 
It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I mean, I really am so encouraging. I don't know if you remember, and I don't want to like call anybody out, the millionaire matchmaker, Patty, right? On yeah. on Bravo. And she would always tell the girls, get a blowout, get a blowout. And I'm just like, it was just such a, it's like a very weird cultural thing with the straight hair, but I'm so glad I love your hair and it's just, Thank it's gorgeous. You. So I think it, a lot of it is also, we need to know, right? We need to know where to go, what, what the products to use, do a little bit of trial and error. So I love that. But I do want to also talk about, because I, when I was preparing for the interview, you talk a lot about blending your career and your passion. And you mentioned that right at the top, like you're so happy that you love what you do. How did you discover that? And if, you know, for a lot of moms, it is sort of like, we're, we're all trying to figure that out. Like, like maybe we're in a corporate job that we hate and we have this dream to be an entrepreneur. So what are your advice for moms who, you know, want to attain that, to blend their career and their passion? You know, it's, it's crazy you say that. So I, like, everybody's like, how'd you become a makeup artist, right? How'd you get into that? When I was a kid growing up from, I think, five to 17, I wanted to be a dancer. I actually am five foot one. I wanted to be a rocket. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't going to really work for me. But again, going back to no social media, um, you know, being a makeup artist, there really wasn't a James Charles and like, you know, the YouTube things. And I remember quitting dance and I was like hardcore into dance. And I said to my parents, okay, I'm going to be a makeup artist. I'm going to work on celebrities one day. I'm going to have, I'm going to do brides. I'm going to do special events. I'm going to do that. I mean, this is not even picking up a brush. I mean, I played, but this is just me out of high school saying, I don't want to go to college. That's not for me. And my parents looked at me and said, okay, if that's what you want to do and that's your passion, you're going to go for it. And when I was in my twenties, it was great because, you know, working on weekends, working nights, it's, you know, you could do whatever you want. You could live that life. And then I got married and then we were trying to have kids and I couldn't, I was going through infertility. I mean, I remember in the Mac, when I was working for Mac in the stock room, my husband would come behind and give me infertility shots because, you know, I was, you had to do what you had to do. And then um, with my daughter, Chloe, I had it like, I was when I'm sure you know about IVF and all that. Um, I was literally eight days pregnant and I was bleeding. I had to go on bed rest from eight days. So when people say, oh my God. <laughs> when so people, that's your entire pregnancy. It was my entire pregnancy. She came at 32 weeks, okay. but I did know, like I, I did the stay at home mom stuff for a while. And I always tell moms like that is incredible doing that. Like I, there was something that was like missing. Like I, I felt, um, I had very bad postpartum. I was very depressed and I knew there just, there had, I needed some other kind of balance. And I slowly went back to work and it does take like, when I'm working, I have my mom and I have my husband that has the balance. But I think that for other moms that want the passion and want to be able to do something, it is also hard because you have to be able to find what you want to do and be able to do. And I started so young but writing the book, I started that two years ago. So I always tell people, if you want to do something, go for it. Like you're never too old. You're never like, if you have that passion and you want to do something, I have a friend that's 42 that is just now starting to design clothes because she had that passion inside of her and she is killing it. Um, so I feel like even with my daughter, when I was, you know, sitting at home and I had, again, I was on bed rest for all that time and everything else, I knew eventually when I wanted to go back to work and I had to, it was something that was in me. So I just feel like there's that balance, you know, there's, I love being a mom. There's nothing more that is 
as rewarding as that, but there's also when you have that passion and drive, you kind of got to go for both, you know? Love that. Yeah. I love that. I, I can't tell you, I align, I align with that so much. And Lauren also like on our journey, like our motherhood journeys, obviously the challenges and the, the things that we're struggling with changes, you know, it could be postpartum depression in those first few years and then the toddler years come and then all that. But you mentioned that your kids are in middle school. So I'm curious, you know, what are something that you're struggling with now? I mean, is it just the, the, the tween teen thing? Like what's going on? A thousand percent. I mean, my, my daughter's in my closet now. So that's something I never thought that would be a thing. <laughs> and she, you know, it's, it's just, it's girls in general. And then, you know, my son now, I think, I think I love that time though. Like, I love that I can have real talk with my daughter. Like it's, it's a cool phase too, that she gets real conversation. I think I'm struggling now that, um, I don't have like, so my daughter's going into seventh and my son's going into six. And I, as much as I was saying, oh, there's no spirit week. I'm like, I'll take spirit week again. How do I have two kids in middle school? Um, I'm really struggling. I have like no babies. Yeah. You know, they're always my babies, but there's like no babies. So um, that's, that's, that's tough. That's definitely, um, you know, they go to middle school. There's a disconnection from the teachers. They're very, they try to make them very independent. Um, I want to email the teacher, like, how was their day? (laughs) (laughs) You know, they get home. It was fine. I didn't do anything, you know? Um, I mean, now she goes, gets dropped off at the mall and I'm like, it's, that's crazy. You know, like, that's just crazy. (laughs) You have to like, think back about like a little bit, like when you were that age, right? And it's just, yeah, I do like that. We have a very open relationship in our house. So I do can't stress that enough to parents start that young because that's, that's the best thing. The most important thing comfortable conversations, but it makes your house like, you know, where they tell you everything and anything. So I like that. I think that's a great way to sort of like cap this interview. I love that. Lauren, this has been such a fabulous conversation. I feel like we're girlfriends now. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people might say that about you though. You have such a warm energy about you. So please tell us like where we can find more information about you, your, your makeup products, and of course the book. Yeah, so definitely you could check out my Instagram, makeupartist underscore LV, um, my website, laurenvenna.com. And I do want to tell you, I do these incredible mommy makeovers for these mommies that have these stories. So you could find that on my website too. And it was so nice talking to you. And then where is the book on Amazon? Can we oh, pre yeah. Well, either on my website, Amazon, right. or on your, okay. independent boutique. So yeah, you could find that all on uh, my website. All right. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much. Thank you.